Hey guys, welcome to this special edition of Lead to Win. We called it a bonus sode. Bonus episode, get it? Uh, any rate, we've got Larry Wilson, who's a member of our team, one of our crack writers here, who's going to interview my executive assistant, Jim Kelly. And Jim's going to talk about all the different ninja tricks and travel apps that he uses to plan my travel masterfully. And he does a phenomenal job. So with that, here's Larry. Hey, everybody. I'm Larry Wilson. I am one of the content creators here at Michael Hyatt and Company. And my very first appearance on Lead to Win, and a bonus ode at that. So great to be here, and welcome, Jim Kelly. Thanks, Larry, for having me. So uh, we're talking about travel apps, and you know all about that, and uh, I guess I'm an ideal interviewer because I know nothing about it. All right. Uh, I think I've booked flights online. That's about it. So let's walk through some of the preparations you do for travel and especially the apps that you use. Uh, so I have used, I think, Orbitz to book flights mm -hmm. online. Mm -hmm. Is that what you use? or I don't use Orbitz. Uh, so the way I start my research, so this, the research process, I use Google Flights. And I felt like Google Flights is the most comprehensive way to search all of the different flight options. I've used Orbitz. I've used Travelocity. Uh, those are great sites, but I feel like they're not as comprehensive as Google Flights, where it shows me all the different flight options. So since Google has all the world's information, it makes sense. Exactly. You have all the exactly. So when you go to book, you also use Google Flights. Can you book? No, so I do the research through Google Flights, and then I go to the actual airline website, so either Delta or American or Southwest, and I book through that website because what I found is sometimes you could get cheaper options through Orbitz or Travelocity, but sometimes the the refund process isn't as easy. Ah. Um, so Delta and American and Southwest and JetBlue, whatever airline that you're booking through, I book through the website. You go itself. right to the airline site to book the flight. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Um, and how about rental cars? Do you do the same thing? Same thing for rental cars. Uh, so hotels are the same way. I, I usually use like hotels.com or Google Maps, um, usually for my research. And then for the hotel, I book through the actual website. And then same thing for the car rental. I do my research through uh, Google usually, and then go through uh, the actual rental car app. But Michael actually uses Uber or Lyft a lot of times through his travel. He doesn't use a lot of rental cars because he's usually going to sure. bigger cities that he doesn't need a rental car. Uh, but if we do use a rental car, we will use Google or, or some other search engine for the actual research and then booking through the rental car. Now, we all know that Michael is uh, extremely well-organized and he has a system for absolutely everything. He does. And I have heard him mention basically a sort of a pre-travel checklist. Mm -hmm. um, is that an app or is that something he created, you created? How does that work? So I think what you're referring to is our event brief. Uh, and this is a document that I create and send to Michael, usually the day before he goes on his trip. And it has minute by minute itinerary for him when he is traveling. So it tells him what time he needs to leave his house to get to the airport on time. It has all of his confirmation numbers. It has the- Does it wake him up in the morning? It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> We're trying to figure out a way to do that, but we haven't uh, figured that one out yet. Uh, 
but it is a minute by minute itinerary for him and uh, has the drive times for each place. And Google Google Maps is an awesome, awesome hack. Uh, some of our listeners may know it, but you could see uh, what time, if you need to arrive at a certain place, uh, Google Maps will tell you what time you need to leave mm, your location mm-hmm. by. Or if you need, uh, if you're departing at a certain time, it'll usually tell you what time you will be arriving. Yeah. So I use that for all of Michael's travel when he's driving and taking Uber. So that that's a document you create. Mm-hmm. Um, and how do you provide that? Is that a Word document or? Uh... I use it through Evernote. So I, I created an Evernote and then I share the link with Michael uh, the day before he goes on his travel. And then Michael, what he does is he'll save that and he'll star it. So when he's open up, uh, when he opens up his Evernote app, that's the first thing that comes up. Uh, so he could easily refer to it when he's on his so trip. Every detail you could possibly want for the trip is right there and it's at the top of the list. Exactly. It tells him his seat number on his flight. It tells him his confirmation numbers. Uh, I I also include some dinner options. Uh, I usually make his reservations, but if there are several good uh, restaurants close to the hotel, I won't make your reservation, but I'll give him different options that he could go to. Um, So trying to anticipate every single need that he has while he's on this trip because travel is stressful and I want to make this as easy as possible yeah, for him. Yeah. And this is something actually you can do for yourself. You don't have to have yeah. uh, an assistant to do this. You can make that document. Yeah. My wife and I actually just came back from Iceland and Ooh. we actually made this document ourselves. And my wife is super organized and she's amazing. Uh, but we created this document together yeah. and thanks to her, she did a lot of the research and all of that. Uh, but she, yeah, it really was super helpful when we were out in Iceland and we didn't have great cell service or anything like that. We just referred to the document and it was that easy. So yeah, you could definitely make this yourself. If you're a leader, I would definitely urge you uh, to delegate it to your executive assistant. Um, do you have a template for that document? I do have a template. Uh, I've kind of memorized the template by now. I've been working at the company for about two and a half years. So I kind of know the template uh, by heart. But yeah, when I first started, I did have a template that I was working off of so I could just plug it in uh, and make it really simple. Well, I I don't like to make templates. I know that's hard to believe because (laughs) I work here at Michael Hyatt Company. (laughs) But I'm going to download that template off of the show notes and we'll make sure it's there for everybody. So you can get that template for Evernote from the show notes. Perfect. Um, the, the, I, I said, I don't use travel apps very much, but I guess, you know, you mentioned meals. Mm-hmm. I do Yelp a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. do you use Yelp or how do you find mm-hmm. restaurants? So I use Yelp, uh, TripAdvisor, and probably Google Maps um, and Google Reviews. Those are the biggest things uh, that I use when I'm researching the different restaurant options uh, that are close by. Uh, sometimes I get recommendations from blogs or, or friends of mine that live in the area. Uh, we recently took the team to LeaderCast, and I, uh, my brother uh, used to live in Atlanta, my brother-in-law used to live in Atlanta. So I reached out to him. I said, hey, we need two great restaurants. Can you give me those restaurant options? And he gave me some great options and we took their team there and we loved it. So really utilize any option. I think uh, friends, family is great, but also, yeah, TripAdvisor, Yelp, Google Reviews. I have I suffer from uh, confirmation bias, uh-huh. which I'm uh, being treated for right now. <laughs> but uh, on Yelp, uh-huh. if I if I Yelp for a Mexican restaurant, mm-hmm. and there are 
19 one-star reviews yes. and one five-star review, I will go there because, hey, this one-star, this five-star review sounds really, really good. Okay. Uh, but I'm the opposite. You, if you, I see one bad review, I don't want to go ah, there. See, this <laughs> is what I'm getting to. Do you have any tips for sorting out the wheat from the chaff on uh, review sites? Yeah, that's a great question. I would say if... So, so my personality is if, if I see one bad review really bad, um, whether it be the food is poor or the service is poor, usually I ex-nay that, uh, that option out. Uh, but if the vast majority of the reviews are good, um, and if the three-star review, I'll read the three-star, two-star, one-star review, and if the person you could just tell is is just a mean-spirited person, Ooh, I won't yeah. listen to that review. Um, so, but yeah, it is challenging sometimes uh, to to read these review sites, and then you're like, which one can I trust? So I I, I try to see if they're majority four and five-star reviews, I'll, I'll go there and I'll. I'll recommend that option. Now, one of the things that that plagues me when I travel for business is keeping track of all the many documents. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you have boarding passes and you got, you know, rental car contracts if, you, if you're renting mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, all kinds of things. Now, these can't all go in that trip briefing that you mentioned. They actually can. Oh, really? So Evernote is amazing in that way. So what I do is that event brief, that one-page document pretty much that has all the information on it, I could create hyperlinks that go back to another Evernote note. Ah. And that's where I put the either the car rental uh, documents or um, some other document. What's another document that you just referred to? That oh, a boarding pass. A boarding pass, exactly. Uh, hotel confirmation. Um. Exactly. So what I do for the check-in process, I always check in Michael 24 hours before his flight. I'll print or save that boarding pass to my desktop. Then I'll drag that de- that desktop item mm-hmm. to an Evernote note. Mm-hmm. Then I'll save that note and share it and create a hyperlink through that and then put it in that event brief. So Michael just refers to that one page event brief. It has a few hyperlinks to it and it could go to that uh, that boarding pass document. And the links are all actually within Evernote. Exactly, exactly. And so it, it, he gets to the airport. All he has to do is have Evernote open. Exactly. And he actually has access to every travel document that he's not just the itinerary, mm-hmm. but all the documents uh, behind it. Exactly. Okay, now that brings me to the real kind of the bane of business travelers is when you get home, yeah. you have to fill out the expense report. Yes, exactly. So what do you do to handle receipts mm. and all those things? Yeah, and we've we've used a few different ways to handle the receipts. Uh, we use Expensify uh, internally to handle all of our receipt management. Okay, Expensify is a yeah, is it's a, an it's a app website for yeah. a website for yeah, handling a, receipts. Exactly, it's a website and an app that you use to handle the receipts, and that's where you load all the receipts to. So there is a way on through Expensify the app that you could take pictures of the receipt, and then it loads into that Expensify report, which is really great. Mm. Um, 
a lot of times what we do though is old fashioned way, um, which I know is not typical of the Michael Hyatt way. Right, you're uh, killing the brand. Here, I am Jim. killing it a little right. bit. So we do it old fashioned where Michael just saves his receipts, puts them in an envelope or a folder, and then he gives them to me when he returns. Yeah. And uh-huh. then I handle all of them. But to be clear with Expensify, you can just take a picture of the receipt on your phone you could. and it'll automatically load. Mm-hmm into the app and exactly. you're good to go that way. Exactly. And uh, how about a, a lot of receipts these days you get by email? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have access to Michael's email. Um, so if he gets a receipt uh, when he's on travel and it's sent to his email, I can upload that, uh, that document, that receipt into his Expensify, his expense report. I have heard you, Jim, mention an app called TripIt. TripIt. Yeah. Um, I know nothing about TripIt, but you get really excited about it. So it sounds useful. Tell me about it. TripIt is a way that you could get real-time alerts um, through, and it's kind of similar to the event brief, and that's a one-stop shop Mm -hmm. place. So when Michael, when I book Michael's hotels and his flights, I could send an email to plans at tripit.com, and then Michael's TripIt account gets uploaded with either a hotel or flight information or car rental information automatically, which is amazing. So it's super simple to upload the actual uh, flight or hotel information into Mm tripit.com. And then it gives you real-time alerts for your flight, which I love because if Michael's traveling sometimes outside of business hours and I'm not by my computer, I always try to keep an eye on the flights that Michael is on, uh, even if it's outside of business hours, but sometimes it's just not possible. So with TripIt, it gives him those real-time alerts uh, at all times So of the you day. know before you leave your house if your flight's going to be delayed. Exactly. Or before you leave your hotel. Exactly. You know exactly, exactly. what's happening. Exactly. And, and and we do try to cross all our T's and dot our I's here. So we have that event brief, which I mentioned before, Trip it as another way that we just have that Michael could refer to if for some reason Evernote is down or he can't get into that app. Trip it he could refer to as well, and then I upload all of these uh, these flight information and the drive times and all of that into Google Calendar as well, and that's another app that we use. So Michael could refer to that as well. So we use really those three options that Michael could refer to at any point. Yeah. And these are all things, again, that I can do for myself. Mm-hmm. Unless, you know, you could do my travel too, Jim. I, I don't You know. think Michael, Michael would notice? <laughs> <laughs> you might notice. You might notice. You know, uh, 69% of people make their own travel arrangements. Yeah. Um, which is probably 69% of our listeners mm-hmm. uh, doing that. Uh, and we say a lot here at Michael Hyatt and Company that you probably can delegate more than you think you can, mm-hmm. even if you don't have an administrative assistant or an ex- executive assistant. There may be ways to delegate uh, to people in the office that you share responsibilities with, or maybe have a corporate travel office that you're not taking advantage of. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were going to give advice to somebody to start getting help, with their travel arrangements, what would be the first thing you would tell them? I would say do it. Uh, definitely do it and try to delegate it because how much is your time worth? Um, we, we talk a lot about uh, this on, on the podcast about uh, really do a breakdown of how much you make per hour. And then if you're doing your own travel, 
you're paying someone that much to book your travel. Yeah. And I'm sure that's going to be a lot more money than if you just delegated it and paid an executive assistant or someone else on your team that could probably do it. Or a virtual assistant. Or virtual assistant, exactly. Uh, Someone that could probably do it better than you, faster than you, and less expensive than you. If I were going to delegate my uh, travel arrangements Mm -hmm. to somebody, what would be the minimum information Mm -hmm. that I need to give them to get started? Obviously, they need to know my itinerary or where I'm going, but... I'm sure there's other information that they have to have on file from me in order to help me with this. There what is. are the kinds of things they would need to, I would need to communicate yeah. to them? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I would say you need date of birth because you can't book any flights or anything like that without a date of birth, um, knowing that information. If they're traveling overseas, uh, passport information is critical. Mm-hmm. Uh Global entry numbers. I, I know that information about Michael, so you could always have- And what's a global entry number? I'm not sure I have one of those. Yeah, so it allows you to have TSA pre-check. So you just go to the faster line in the airport, which is always nice. Uh, so global entry number, all the rewards numbers. So Michael has given me all the different rewards numbers for Marriott and Delta and American. All the different travel services or exactly. hotels. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that information is critical. And then knowing their preferences. Uh, I know Michael's preferences when it comes to what uh, what seat he likes on an airplane. Uh, aisle, by the way, he likes aisle seats. Uh, where, where he likes to be in the hotel, uh, upper room or lower room. Hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So all of that information is critical for me because then I could give Michael the best uh, best experience that he could have when he is traveling. Because as I mentioned before, it's stressful traveling. And I want to make this as seamless and as easy as possible for Michael to really focus on what that trip is for, whether it be a board meeting or a, a meeting with a client. I, I don't want him to be worried about the travel at all. I want him to be focused on what he's there to do. Well, let's review a couple of the main things that we've touched on uh, today. Jim, you said that uh, the travel brief mm-hmm. is the, the heartbeat of it the is. travel planning, and you do that in Evernote? I do that in Evernote. Yep. There's going to be a link uh, to a template that people can use for that, and you can link all the other major documents right through that. Other things that are very important is TripIt for real-time updates on travel arrangements, and kind of a smattering, or I should say a smorgasbord of uh, other sites such as, help me out, Google. Google uh, Flights. Google Flights. Um, we'll use Google Reviews. Uh, we use Google Calendar for everything in terms of loading the, the event brief onto Michael's physical or his virtual calendar. Just a variety of apps mm-hmm. that you use for research, and mm-hmm. there isn't necessarily one that's better than the other, but it's a matter of finding the one that seems to give you the best results, Exactly. Uh, to find the best flights uh, and so forth, and then go straight to the source, so the airline website, the mm-hmm. hotel website, and book directly with those providers. Correct, yes. Any other advice you want to leave with us, Jim? I would just say if you're a leader out there doing your own travel booking, uh, stop and delegate it. Uh, your time is worth too much to be doing that booking of travel your own by yourself. Uh, find an executive assistant, find a virtual assistant, find someone on your team that they really enjoy doing this stuff. I really enjoy doing this. You could find people out there that enjoy booking travel and flight information. So do that, delegate it, get it off your plate.
All right. Thank you, Jim, for being here. And I'm Larry Wilson. And for Jim Kelly, thank you for joining us on this special episode of Lead to Win. As a reminder, uh, the regular podcast will be on hiatus during the month of July. And tune in for best of episodes, the fan favorites, the most popular episodes from the last year over the next five weeks. Good night, everybody. Thank <laughs> you.